Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the Things That Are podcast. I am your host, Leah Tamty. And this week, we're back with part two to last week's episode, which was worst date stories. So we're just going to do a continuation of that. I really, I really loved that episode. Even though I was completely unhinged. You guys, I said the F word so many times when I was listening back to the podcast, I was like, oh my God, like I can't post this. Like it sounds like so cringe and everything, but the content was so good and it was such a good episode. I was like, I have to post this. I have to. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to watch my mouth this episode. But anyways, before we get in to the part two of the worst date stories, I got to share with you my current favorite song and my current favorite. So my current favorite song, I actually got it from Spotify Wrapped because when they released Spotify Wrapped, in your Wrapped, it had like um, a discovery page almost. It kind of looked like TikTok, but you could discover songs that I think that they had handpicked for you that might be similar to your type of music that you like. And I actually found a really good like amount of songs from it. So good. And the song that I found that I like the most is called 3AM in LA by Doughboy. It's so good. It's rap. I love it. So go and look that up if you haven't. But also I'm curious too, did everybody have the same songs? No, because it was curated for you, right? Anyway, that's my current favorite song. But let's talk about Spotify Wrapped for a second. Okay. My Spotify Wrapped. My top artist was Jack Harlow. And now this isn't surprising to me. I was in my Jack Harlow era this past year, right? Love him. So that wasn't surprising. What was surprising to me, well, okay, my top favorite song was Hellcats and Trackhawks. Another great song, okay? It's just old, but it's a great song by Only the Family. So good. But it's like, I listen to it at the gym. It's like my gym song. It's my gym song to get me going. So I hate that that's a part of my Spotify wrapped because it to me it feels inaccurate, even though it's accurate because I listen to it so often because I go to the gym every day. But... I hate that it's a part of it because I want it to be the songs I'm not listening to at the gym. Does that make sense? And also, I wonder how that is for like, um, I don't know, like if you're a mom or something like that. Is your Spotify wrapped all fucked up because it's like a bunch of nursery rhymes and stuff? You know, I wonder if they can like, (laughs) if they can maybe get rid of the stuff we don't want. But anyway, weird to me that my, I didn't have one Jack Harlow song on my top favorite songs or most listened to songs, which is so odd because it's like, how is Jack Harlow my top artist but I don't have any songs from him on my most listened to I don't know weird and also if you didn't know this with Spotify wrapped if you have a podcast then you kind of you get your own Spotify wrapped for your podcast so once you log into like podcasters um Spotify for podcasters um they give you your own wrapped so it's kind of like analytics about how your podcast is done Granted, mine is only, I've only started this podcast like what, five months ago, so I wasn't expecting anything crazy, but I actually was kind of shocked by the results that of how many people, because I have analytics all over the place from different platforms, different things, so it's hard to really know and be accurate, but seeing just on Spotify, that being like in a hundred people's top podcasts is so mind-blowing, so thank you guys to whoever the fuck has decided to listen to this podcast every week, thank you, it's insane. I just can't even, even though like to someone, it sounds like such a small number, but like, I just love it. Like I love talking to people and I'm like, this is just the perfect outlet to do it. So you know what, for whoever will listen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
But anyway, yeah, current favorite song, 3AM in LA by Doughboy. Next, my current favorite is a TV show. Let me talk to you about Ted Lasso. Have you heard? You've had to have heard of this TV show, Ted Lasso. It won so many awards and I heard of it, but I was like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to download Apple like TV or whatever and pay for that and whatever. But I had like a two months free because I wanted to watch the Selena Gomez documentary. So I was like, I'm going to watch Ted Lasso because I've been wanting to watch, but I wasn't going to get another subscription. (gasps) You guys, I can see why it won awards. It is such a feel good show. It has the perfect amount of everything, you know, like perfect amount of drama, perfect amount of happiness, perfect amount of sadness, perfect amount of romance, you know, it's just like so good and so feel good. And it's really good to like watch with one family or significant other. It's just like a good show for anyone. You'll genuinely like it. The humor is good. And if you don't know, it's about um, a coach. He goes to the UK to coach football, even though he's never coached it in football, by the way, as most of you know, is soccer in the UK. So he's never coached soccer or anything like that. And basically someone just hired him because they thought that he would fail and they wanted the team to fail and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, he obviously, you know, it's feel good. So he ends up being a good coach, but I definitely recommend that you go and watch this show because it is one of the best shows I've watched of the year. Like one of the best. Also, I'm going to do an episode, a little sneak peek about my favorites of the year, like from shows to songs to all that, to podcasts, anything, you know, I'm going to do an episode like that. So that's fun. That just made me think of it. But anyway, so look out for that. But Ted Lasso, such a good show, 110, 110% worth the watch. Like I could talk about this show forever, but I'm not going to, because that is not why you came here. You came here to hear worst date stories. So let's get into those. Okay. So these stories are actually not from Reddit. They're from a different source called Punky, P-U-N-K-E-E, written by Tara Watson. But these are good ones. I read one and only one. And I was like, oh, okay, this is this is the one you guys like this is the source. Okay, these are really good. So the first worst date story is called The Date with a whole lot of baggage. So this person says, I was set up by a friend's girlfriend, shown a picture and said, sure, she was good looking and I liked the girl's other friends that I had met. She couldn't be too bad, right? I call her and set up the day and time for for a pickup at her house. We were both still living with her parents. I arrived to pick her up and there she is with her parents and brothers sitting around the kitchen table, just talking. I get a bad vibe from everyone, but her when she introduces me. On the way to dinner, I mentioned the tension I felt from them all. She says it's because she just broke up with her boyfriend a few weeks before. Her family loved him, and they were all upset with her dating someone else. Okay, I can see that. Maybe they'll get over it and like me once they get to know me if we date a while. But later on, I asked her about her brother. She said she has no brothers. So I said, oh, okay, what about cousins? She said, no no boy cousins. Okay, well then who was that guy that your parents were with when I picked you up? It was her parents. He, her ex was there to have dinner with her parents. They have had him over several times a week since the breakup, trying to get them back together and have made sure he was there when I arrived. No, you guys, no. Okay, first of all, how does the daughter let this happen? Okay, if you've ever broken up with someone or gone through a breakup, 
there is not a worse thing I can think of than having that person around. You know what I mean? Like in your home, like every day, multiple times a week. And for your parents, like you would think, I don't understand these types of parents because as a parent, wouldn't you think like if your daughter breaks up with someone or someone breaks up with your daughter, like you have to be just like, okay with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you want what's best for your daughter. If your daughter thinks that's what's best, then fuck him. You know what I mean? Like you have to be so there. I just don't get it. Like I don't, this is so weird. I can't even imagine. That's so odd. You've got to run, like run, run the other fucking way because, oh my God, you guys, I'm watching the F word. I swear to God. I just get so into these. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's crazy. I would have been like, oh yeah, absolutely not. No. Okay. Next. The date who brought her dad. I met a girl online. Everything seemed okay and the conversations were good. So a few days later, we decided to meet for coffee and go for dinner later. I show up to the cafe about 45 minutes early and order a coffee, intending to read for a bit. While I'm reading, I notice an older fellow staring and talking far too much interest in me before leaving. Oh, talking, taking far too much interest in me before leaving. Odd, but okay. Continue to read until about 10 minutes until meetup, when I text the girl that I'm already at the cafe. Shortly after, the old, the odd older fellow comes back in one entrance, and this sets off my spidey sense, so I'm making my way to the other entrance when my date catches my arm to say hi. I tell her we should step out for a minute, getting a bad vibe from this guy. She asks which one, so I describe him. It's her dad, doing advanced recon for her dates at 24 years old. I was a bit sketched out at that, but thought maybe she had some bad dating history that possibly made sense. Side note, it's crazy to me how people can come up with, like, I don't know, kind of, like, reasonings or excuses for crazy shit like this. Like, maybe bad dating history. Maybe this. Whatever. Okay. Next. I mean, not next, but next part to the story. I meet her dad. He said they wanted to make sure I was who I said I was and enjoy the date. Okay, not that crazy. He leaves and she says being an only child has its downsides. Makes enough sense. We get coffee and chat for a bit. Walk in a nearby park and decide where to go for dinner. We get to my car and she asks if I could take her home to grab a jacket before dinner. No big deal. We arrive at her place and I talk to her mom and dad while the date grabs a jacket. They seem nice but overbearing parents. Date calls me back to her room to meet her cat. And the entire time I'm meeting her cat, the parents are hawking nearby. Obviously, you're eavesdropping. And it's obvious the date is dragging her feet for some reason. I said something about getting out to dinner before the rush and her parents, who happened to be walking by, asked where we were going before they start a dialogue on local restaurants, which pivots to ordering delivery slash carry out and how we should just do it d- dinner together at their place. I told them no offense, but I'd greatly prefer to dine in some place relaxed and get to know their daughter. They seem really resistant to this. I'm agitated and ask if this is how her dates normally go. They said, no, normally we don't let her go out with men, but you passed the background check and your messages to her made you seem nice, like you'd have dinner with us. I was flabbergasted. They ran a background check on me, read our exchanges online, as well as the advanced recon, and expected me to have dinner with two additional people I hardly knew when I was expecting a date. I told them that will absolutely not work for me and that they are being extremely over the top with their expectations and precautions. I left. Later received a torrent, torrent? of text messages and calls to the general sentiment of you were supposed to be better than this. I don't respond for a day before telling 
her that this is not normal or healthy. I refuse to be any part of it and will be blocking her number and filing, filing restraining orders if I find them lurking around. Okay, loaded, layered. These stories are long. <laughs> I'm just realizing that, so I'm sorry. Hopefully you are keeping up with me. But you know what? I'm sensing a, a thing here. I'm sensing that the parents are typically the issue in these stories. Not that so far these two daughters are necessarily the issue. I mean, I could see how you could say, like, come on, like, you got to step up to your parents and be like, this is toxic, this is unhealthy, which is true. And I'm honestly kind of shocked that he said that to them. Because like me, I'm so I'm scared. Like I could not say that to parents right then. But also, I'm glad he did because they need to know like, this is not okay what you're doing. And I hate to judge parents. I think there's nothing worse than like judging how people parent, you know, but when you see stuff and you know, for a fact that this is not healthy, which, you know, to this extent is like not I can maybe understand like, if your daughter's 15, and you know, you want to check this guy out first, but it's like, is your 24 year old daughter not capable of making her own decisions? And I don't know. I mean, these are worst state stories for a reason, because this, this is so crazy. It's so ridiculous. Okay, next. These ones are a little bit shorter. I had a date send her drink back several times and eventually had our server bring out all of the ingredients in separate glasses so that she could mix it herself the right way. What's worse is we were both in the service industry at the time. Ooh, I don't like anything relating to being rude to customer service workers or anything like that. I mean, let's, you, you, did you guys hear about that whole James Corden thing that was going on? That literally was so disgusting to hear. I'm so irritated about that. But anyway, it's like, okay, so if you sent it back a, a million times, like, did you say what you wanted it, what you wanted changed, you know? Like, did you, cause, okay, I can understand like being like, one, if you didn't get what you ordered, you can say something, you know, and be like, hey, like, actually, this isn't what, this isn't what I ordered. Cause I, you know, get what I ordered, please. Like, that's fine. I don't have beef with that. Or even if something isn't like, now I could never, but if something isn't really to my liking, I don't know. It depends. Did you, if it's different than what you ordered, then I think you can say something, you know, but it's like, okay, you ordered a um, Moscow mule and then they bring you a Moscow mule. You don't like how it tastes. So you say, oh, could I have like, even once I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, but like, if you were just like, okay, can I have a little less of this or more of this or something? And they're like, oh yeah, sure. No problem. And then you're like, ah, oh, still not good. Okay. Oh, okay. Like that's ridiculous. I can understand maybe one time asking for something different, you know, like I can see that it's okay. But like to go to the extent of asking multiple times to have them bring you multiple drinks, it's like, okay, could, what, like what? And then for you to be like, can you make, can I make it myself? Like, that's so rude. I don't, I don't care. I just think that's so rude. And I don't like that. So if you're on a date with someone who is me to customer service people, uh, red flag, don't do it. Okay. Next. She started, she started talking about her life story from childhood to that day, year by year, with every single traumatic story and emotion. That was our first ever date, and she didn't even let me speak for one second for the duration. I was like, oh, okay, she is now talking about high school. Six more years left, hold tight. Um, okay, this isn't like the worst thing, but also it is a bit of a red flag. I don't think this is the worst date story. It's maybe just like an Maybe it is your worst date story, but I don't think it's the worst that I've heard. It's just kind of like, oh, 
like okay not good I feel like that is also a little bit unhealthy like um if someone is like trauma dumping on you first date that is a little bit of a red flag I hate to judge people because everyone's going through something different you know but like when someone does do that it is a little bit of a red flag because it maybe you haven't I don't know it's just not the I don't know the typical thing yeah I don't know that's weird okay next I went over to a boy's apartment who I had hung out with a few times to watch a movie. In the middle of the movie, he stuck his finger in my belly button. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, We weren't even cuddling. Just randomly turns toward me and puts his finger in my belly button. I said to him, get your your finger out of my belly button. To which he responded by making a weird noise similar to an adult using a baby talk and saying, cuckoo to a baby. And wiggled his finger still inside my belly button. I left immediately, never talked to him again, and my friend still referred to the situation as belly button boy. Okay, now this is this is weird, and this is a worst. Oh my! <gasps> Can you imagine? Like you're just sitting there, not even cuddling, nothing. He turns to you, a random person at that point, like someone new to you, turns to you and puts your finger or puts their finger in your belly button. By the way, did you know that's supposed to make you have to pee? Or did I hear that? And it's a lie. Mm, I'm not sure but anyway um that I'd be like what the fuck like is it a weird fetish is it a inserts to using baby talk and oh my god yeah no I would have been left immediately immediately that's not good vibes at all oh no I'm sorry that you had to deal with belly button boy (laughs) next oh this one's kind of long should I just go to a shorter one maybe Okay. Met a guy in Oklahoma City. First red flag. Just kidding. (laughs) When I was in between high school and college, we got chatting and agreed to meet for a date. Since we were both young and broke, he suggested a a park in his area. Okay. He said he'd bring drinks if I bring food. Sure. Packed some snacks and a blanket thinking picnic. Got to the address he gave me and it was his apartment complex. The park was more like a a grassy area for dogs and was a part of the complex. I had pretty low self-esteem from a recent breakup, so I just said, what the hell? Let's see where this goes. He met me at my car, and we walked around for like 10 seconds when he mentions he left the beer in his apartment. Once in his apartment, he immediately tried to shove his tongue down my throat. I made some excuse and luckily was able to leave. Still think about that sometimes and shiver. Okay, yeah. This is the worst because it is potentially like you know, could lead to something incredibly bad. Girls, trust. Listen, I've been listening to a crime junkie a lot. You need to trust your instincts. Guys too, trust your instinct. First of all, look for those things where it's like, okay, he said we were going to a park. This isn't a park. This is a dog grassy area at his apartment complex, which by the way, I don't want to tell you how to date um, or anything like that to anyone, but a park, I would have been like, is okay, fine, if you knew there's like, going to be people around at the park. Because you never want to go somewhere like that's just where you've never met someone and be alone, you know? And the fact that it was, like, his apartment complex, I would have been like, okay, this is weird. And in that first, this is weird, you really need to, like, be careful. Because, oh, my God, that could have ended so differently for this girl. I'm so glad that it did not, obviously. But, oh, my God. like it never. And first of all, and then for him to be like, oh, now we have to go up to my apartment. Uh uh-uh don't do it don't uh uh-uh nope don't do it (laughs) oh and this girl said 
I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Never date. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh. Okay. Let's end on a long story. This one is called The Date That Was Gate Crashed by an Ex. So this is a longer one. It's a long and wild ride, she says. Buckle up. I was 22. I started a new job and met this super cute guy at work. He had a previous girlfriend who he broke up with about six months before we met. She would sometimes randomly come into the shop and he would always tell her that she couldn't be there. That they had been broken up for months and she needed to leave him alone. Anyway, he and I started talking and flirted for several months. After about three-ish months, he finally asked me on a date. He's very introverted and I am not, so it took some time for him to feel comfortable enough to ask me out. We go to dinner and he's just so sweet and cute and adorably awkward. Aww, I really liked him. After dinner, he invited me back to his place to talk. I agreed and we just chilled at his apartment talking and talking. No hanky-panky. Oh, interesting. Okay, super, super quick side note. I'm so sorry. I used the term jump your bones. I was like, he's not, I, I was talking to Jake or something and I was just like, um, he's going to jump her bones or something. And he had, he's like, who says that? Is that not a common thing to say? I think hanky panky, who says that? But like, I was like, oh, he's totally going to jump her bones. He's like, who says that? Everyone says that. So stop. Okay. Anyway, so I agreed and we just, <laughs> this is the story again. She said, I agreed and we just chilled at his apartment talking and talking, no hanky-panky. I was sitting on one sofa and he was sitting on the other. All of a the sudden, there was a pounding on his door. He calmly gets up and locks it. Oh, okay. First of all, that's weird. Like, why wouldn't you check who it was before you lock the, you know? Okay, anyway. He calmly gets up and locks it and I hear a female yell, did you just lock the door on me? It was the ex. Oh my God, I feel like I'm watching a movie. Okay. I'm sitting on the couch and he's calmly asking her to please leave through the door. All of a sudden, the front window slides open and she sticks her head in and starts screaming at him. At this point, he's still calmly asking her to leave. Oh, he's so calm. While I'm still sitting on the sofa clutching my mace. Oh, my God. Okay. She then climbs in through the window and I see this huge woman. She was like 5'11 to 6 feet. And I'm 4'11 for reference. And I thought, holy shit, I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm going to die. Then she sees me and says... Who the fuck is this bitch? All the while, he's calmly trying to get her to leave. She went ballistic and started tearing down pictures in the living room, trashing them. Then she moved to the bedroom and I could hear her screaming, throwing things, breaking stuff. All the while, my date was standing in the doorway of his room trying to get her to stop. He never raised his voice and it seemed like this wasn't the first time this happened. He went and got his neighbor and said, I need help with S again. So the neighbor came over, but she didn't do anything except stand next to me in the front doorway in shock, question mark. He calmly walks in the bedroom, and after a minute or so, he walks out of the bedroom with her in a bear hug, guiding her out of his house, not shoving, not pushing, just as gently as possible. She was kicking and screaming, moving her out of his home. She then went and laid down in the courtyard, rolling around in the grass, crying and screaming while the three of us, me, date, and neighbor, just stood there for a minute. Ooh. Okay, so I actually have a few different thoughts on this. My first thought is actually, okay, if you knew that they broke up and stuff, then it was then it's okay. She's not 
coming and screaming because she's being cheated on, you know, even though that might be a dramatic reaction, that would make sense. It's like, oh, oh my God, like she's being cheated on. Of course she's going to act that way. Or two, it is, like I said, a dramatic reaction, but sometimes part of me wants to know like, okay, why are they acting that way? Not to be so annoying and be the cliche of behind every quote unquote crazy girl is a man who made her that way. Did he have some part of it? And like, what could it be? You know, like my first instinct isn't to blame her a hundred percent. It's kind of like, what is going on here when you don't know it a hundred percent. And obviously, you know, the guy and trust the guy. So you're going to like believe him, but just going through my thoughts, right? Okay. So if this isn't her first time doing this and it's more of a you know, constant thing is, are you sure that's someone you want to get involved with? You know what I mean? Like maybe it's good that it happened. Maybe it's a red flag. I don't really know. There's so many things. I'm just like, when things happen like this, it's like, and for him to be so calm, which is really nice and sweet to, you know, see someone react that way. It's also kind of like, oh, again and again, like, do you really want to be a part of that? Like where this girl keeps coming in? Clearly shit's not solved. That would be like my takeaway from this whole thing. Like, they need to work out something <laughs> like because obviously you can't blame him but also like I don't know I don't know that's a really tough situation that's definitely a worst day story she's out there breaking things part of me I like is it bad like I feel like I'm a nervous laugher like I feel like I would just laugh like I don't know I just be like this could not be my life like of course this is happening like you've got to be kidding me that that's wild oh my god I'm sorry that happened to you I'm, I, but I do want to know if all these stories I just read, that was the last one, by the way, I think I said that I want to know where they're at now. You know, some of these worst date stories, I always wanted some that are like, oh, worst date, but we got married, you know, maybe I should do an episode like that, like things that started really bad and then ended in a happy ending. Maybe that's a cute little thing to do. But anyway, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have got to get going. So Have a great week, a great weekend, and that's all I have for you. Bye.